It's Thirsty Leo season! Did you drink water today? We know it's not August, but wherever we are, it's always Leo season. This is Colleen. And this is Eileen. And we are the Thirsty Leos. But don't worry, this podcast isn't just about us being Leos. Although it is what brought us together in a faraway country. Our podcast is about... Anime. Thirst. Creating content. Being Asian American women. And just surviving through life. Welcome back to Thirsty Leo season. Woo woo. Y'all, it's been a ride. It's been a past few rough episodes here. Rough and deep. Yes, both of those things. <laughs> I think the theme has been like the struggle. You know, we've gone over creative struggle, emotional struggle, family struggle. Today we were doing a little bit of a lighter topic, but still the struggle because we never deboarded the struggle. We bus. never stop. <laughs> we never stopped the struggle. But no, we're still, still running. Yeah, we're still here. <laughs> um, we didn't know we were on it, but we're, we're here. Uh, we're talking about our financial struggles. Ooh, it's a good topic. Mm-hmm. Um, for me and Eileen, as you guys know, we have dreams as creatives. But while we're chasing that dream, we also got to secure the bag. You know what I'm saying? Ow. We can't go hungry. Can't go hungry. Because we're <laughs> hungry people. We're thirsty people. We're out here just trying to make a buck. And that buck is hard to make. Uh, so it is today we're talking about like the quirky little jobs that we've taken or the ways that we try to make a buck and try to chase our dreams at the same time, which might be relevant for some people also. <laughs> right, right. And then also how those jobs maybe shaped and created the dreams that we have today Oof. as well. Yes. That correlation, Oof. you know what Oof. I'm saying? Ooh, Ooh. Ooh. I love your energy today. Oh. oh my God. Jesus. Oh, this is a good episode. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but before we get started, we always got to ask, how are you doing, Eileen? Thank you for asking. You're <laughs> Y'all, welcome. I have an announcement to make. Oh, what is that? I'm doing really okay. <laughs> Yay! For the first time in <laughs> like two months. For the first I time, right? I think in like Thirsty Leo season history, I think. What? Is, I think. Like, I don't think we've ever had a single episode where I'm like, I'm doing amazing. I've been like, nah, fuck this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What a first. Mm. Wow. Y'all, my partner visited me here in Seattle. Uh, he was here for a week. It was really nice. It was great to just recenter. That was nice. That was a great time. Uh, at my job, I there there's like a little bar area, and my dream has always been to like serve people, like be basically be in food and bev in some way. Like that world was kept out of me, and we'll talk about this more in the episode, of course. But um, I finally trained at the bar, and I'm just I've just been like having such a blast. Uh, work is finally like good. My health is better physically. I'm not eating super healthy, but I'm happy now that I'm eating, you know, like, so everything is balancing out. I feel a little bit better about my art. And for the first time in a billion years, like, okay, like I'm feeling good. That's great. Like you can see the light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, I can. It's good. I'm so happy for you, Eileen. Thank you. Colleen. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Do do you see the light at the end of the tunnel? (laughs) I'm going to be 
honest, I feel like every time I come on this podcast, you know, we're trying to keep it vulnerable, but we're, I also don't want to be like depressed all mm. the time. You know mm. what I'm saying? Mm. I will say that it has been quite a struggle for me lately just emotions and like i think we talked about in the previous episode where i've been feeling that same funk for like the mm, past month and yeah. i still don't know what it is but these few days the past two days i've been waking up and i've actually been going biking <gasps> what and yeah and then so i've actually also been waking up earlier in the past few weeks i would literally wake up and i just couldn't get out of bed like it was pretty bad yeah. and like i would be so unmotivated i'd be like oh there's no reason for living anymore Ooh, but okay. then the past two days since i've been starting to bike in the early morning like i'll wake up and i'll go biking like it has helped a lot i don't take naps anymore <laughs> Oh, really? Because I used to take naps in the afternoon because I would just be so depressed. Like, after lunch, I would just go back to sleep and, like, just Ooh. wake up feeling even more groggy, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. But the bike rides have been helping. Like, I haven't been napping Damn, and, like, girl. I feel more motivated. That's awesome. Thank you. Oh, my God. And then I keep little tasks of what I need to do. Like, just even small tasks, like, research something or, like, go out to the post office to, like, send out a package. Send, I'm sending Eileen <laughs> from Taiwan with all the goodies. Like, those are little things that I added to, like, my to-do list. And just, like, checking that off, like, I feel like, oh, I'm like, oh, wow, like, I'm more motivated now to do the bigger things. In the past few weeks, I couldn't even do, like, those small tasks. Mm. So I will say that the past two days have been good. And I hopefully I keep up with the street because I know that, like, exercising in the morning can, like, really, like, jumpstart mm -hmm. your day. Yeah, so yeah. that's what I've been trying to do to use my body to like work towards the inside so oh that is lovely that is beautiful oh my god Thank you. we also also guys we have we've been trying to like save all our catch-up for the podcast so like when we first yeah. got on discord we're like don't talk to me don't tell me how you're doing let's wait so this is i i babe i had no idea that's amazing like i know Thank like you. That, like you said you know like the body kick-starting good day you know it's a good energy and you start it like that right no napping like that's right. a big thing i'm so glad two days onwards two days onwards hell yeah i'll update y'all next week <laughs> let's see how it goes let's go wow that's lovely okay now let's get depressed let's Thank talk you. about how broke we are <laughs> oh my gosh okay i'm ready eileen do you want to start us off with what your first yes, job was how I old can. you were sorry i don't mean how old you were you were like two years old hustling i was there. i was actually i was just i was a notion in the universe before i started working that made no sense. I meant like before I existed. That was so <laughs> stupid. Cut that out. No, actually, back in high school, this this actually ties into everything. But like, I wanted to get a job so bad. I literally like begged my mom to get a job. The moment I turned sixteen, I applied for like a food permit, whatever thing, a job. You know the little thing, little right? Permit. The food license. Thank you. Yes. Handling food, handle food handlers license. Ah! Oh, you know what? I don't actually think it was even that. I think it was, oh, a work <laughs> permit. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, shoot. It was just a work permit a to work leave because permit. I wasn't a legal adult yet. Because I came from a family that, like, where money was always tight and debt was always a thing. And it's not like we were, like, poor per se. But it, that was always just a very, very thick thorn in the side of our ass. You know, it was like, ugh, money. So I, like, begged my mom, like, please let me get a job. But uh, Little Miss thing was in high school not like not living i was ap'd out classed out and uh i was super stressed like with grades and stuff so i had no room for a job but i always wanted to work at like jumba juice or like some equivalent 
like a little cute job where I could serve people drinks. <laughs> but uh, basically, I graduated high school in like 2016. And the day after my graduation, I think I graduated on a Saturday or a Friday or something like that. The day after I woke up bright and early, took the bus and I had printed copies of my resume and I walked along Waikiki just handing out my resume like to whoever. <laughs> to random people on the street. Hey, this is my resume. Yeah. <laughs> like like a really? pigeon. I did. Yeah. I, I, I had my resume prepped beforehand. I got it ready, I think, like the week before graduation. And um, I knew I'd be going to college at U. At, at a university in Hawaii. <laughs> Nearly doxed myself there. Oopsies. I knew I'd be going to a university there. And so I knew that I'd be like living in Waikiki. And so, yeah, I was just handing out. I thought I could just live, live in Waikiki and get a small job. And I was very adamant about that. And then a few weeks later, I did find a job actually at the university campus. So before I was even like a student there in their fall semester, I was working the summer before. So like literally straight out, straight out of high school, like a few months oh after I graduated. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Thanks. Look at you hustling. Thank you. I was I was thirsty for some money. I needed it. <laughs> I feel Colleen. that. I feel that. She, oh, she feels yeah. it. Tell us about your first job experience and how you did it. Ooh, so just like Eileen, I think like financial instability was like a big factor in our family mm -hmm. as well. Like Eileen said, we weren't like broke, poor, like, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. but I could definitely feel like there was a struggle. We couldn't do a lot of things just because we didn't have that much money. And so like at a young age, I was like, okay, like I want to get a job just so I could buy the things that I want mm. because like, you know, my family was just like, no, we can't afford that or stuff yeah. like that. So uh, that's the reason why I wanted to get a job in the first place, just because I wanted to buy the things that I wanted. Hell yeah. Then at 16, I think I was almost 17 at that time, our whole family got in a car accident. <gasps> and then it was like a pretty big one. So then we had to go to like the chiropractor to like get checkups oh on God. our backs and stuff and like physical therapy. And so my mom became friends with like the doctor and his wife like they ran, ran that little like clinic and then my mom's like oh yeah like Colleen like really wants a job and they're like oh like do you want to come work here and I was like wait really so my very first job was uh, a chiropractor assistant I would say <gasps> so I was like yeah like I would pick up the phone calls make appointments for people check them in I would also do a little bit of work with the doctor get the heating pads wow. for the doctor for the patients it was a really fun and chill job at 16 like my boss was so nice to me like they would always buy me boba it wasn't that busy sometimes so then my boss would come in and he'd be like if you want to use YouTube or Facebook just do it I don't care <laughs> Wait, so I was like, you no, basically were okay. the receptionist for a healthcare oh, yeah, office. Receptionist, that's the word. Guys, my English no, is no, no. really dying. No, the out thing here. is is that she's you've done so much since I didn't okay, first of first of all, I didn't know you y'all were in a car accident. Wow. Uh, yeah, it was a pretty big one. That was crazy. Is that why your back is always like <laughs> <laughs> Like, is that why? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Oh, it was pretty bad. Like, my whole lip was busted open. Holy shit. And then, um, to this day, I have a mark on the top of my eye. There's, like, a big scar. It's funny, because people always be like, yo, your makeup messed up. I was like, no, nah, man, that's a scar. And they get really, I'm like, oh, 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 sorry. I'm like, yeah. You're like, nah, man, that's my face. <laughs> so yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> And um, then I also twisted my ankle so bad to the point where I needed a walker because your girl couldn't balance on crutches. Wait, That's this was all from was. one car accident? 
Yeah, yeah. The car accident was so bad. Uh, my sister, who was sitting next to me, said after the car crash, she looked over and the seatbelt was actually over my face, like because I slid under the seatbelt. I don't know why we're talking about this now. So I think the reason why I have a cut is from the seatbelt. Damn. It's yeah, so that graphic. I mean. I, oh, I'm so no, sorry. No, 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 no. Don't be, no, I was just like, I, no, that scared me to imagine you like that. Oh, oh yeah, geez. thank you. And then, yeah, the reason why I had, <laughs> the reason why my whole lip was busted is because I was nervous and I bit down on my lip. So this whole lip, this lower lip was open. Oh, ugh. Ugh. Actually, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Now thinking back on it, I'm like, ugh. Yeah, but well, like, thank God for that. Yeah. Because I, then I got my first job. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> It was all the day's work to get that receptionist job. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, that, wait, you know what? Okay. L lots of things learned here today about Colleen. Thank you for sharing. But that's cool because actually I didn't give all the details. Yes. I also, my first job was oh, yeah. a receptionist job. Hi. Stop. We're meant to be. We were meant to be from the beginning. Um, I was also 17 uh, going to college and I my first job was a graphic designer job. Really rinky dinky little stuff. I had some skills from high school, but it was never paid. Mm. And uh, so it was graphic design and like web stuff, but also receptionist. So I answered the phone filed stuff it was a nice like way to put a very unsocialized person like just straight up in and dealing with all the stuff but the fact that you worked at like a healthcare office like it's interesting like did you ever want to pursue more like health stuff or more hell no <laughs> i saw an opportunity and i grabbed it i don't think i'm fit to be in the healthcare world just because i get a little scared <laughs> if i like fuck someone else's life up so i'm just like i won't touch that kind of stuff but funny story is before i got the receptionist job i actually was scared to answer the phone oh i could not talk on the phone for for the I life can't of me like that i could not today like knowing I you i couldn't talk on the phone wow i was well, so you were like scared, seven, you were like a kid though so yeah, yeah, I was. Yeah. And then my mom was like, you're going to do great because this is going to teach you how to pick up phone calls. And I'm like, Aww. okay. Yeah. I have noticed that you and I, but we're good at phone calls. We are. We are this good. From our receptionist. Um, and we were trained. The thing is, a receptionist job, like, I feel like everyone should have a job like that because you deal, you're at the counter at the front, and that, even just that interaction of dealing with whoever's in front of you is like top tier. Like, you can never replace that, or picking up phone calls and, and whatever, you know, like, even to, to now, right. I've transitioned to a bar. <laughs> Right. Same deal. I still have a phone, Same and like, no one deal. likes answering it, and I'm like, give me that shit. What's up? Right. But, you know, what's up? How you doing? What you want? I should do that one day. Okay, yes. You should. The health chiropractor office. I guess we could speed run through. Where did you go after that? Like, what brought you to yeah, F&B? What did I go after that? So, after that job, I think I had this gap year. So then I was like, I still need some money, right? And I was like, you know what? Like, I love boba. Mm. Mm. What if I start working mm. at a boba shop? Mm. Free boba all day, baby. Every day, all day, every day, every day. <laughs> So I applied to my neighborhood boba shop, which is Ten Rins. It's like a long-running boba shop that has been around for 
quite some time. Like, it originated in Taiwan. It's huge in America. It was huge, but now it's not anymore because, you know, so many new up and coming. But at the time I was there, it was popping. Mm. And then I was like, people are going to be so, like, jealous that I work at Tenrens. You know what I'm saying? And were they? Because the drinks were also expensive. Oh, yes. Oh. They would always yes. come visit me because that was, like, the it boba shop to go to, Damn. you know? It was so expensive. Like, even back then, <clears throat> one cup of boba was already, like, $5. That is. Like, it was, like, what, five years ago? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Especially, that was pre-blow up, pre-boba blow up. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. it was it was a lot of fun. That was my first, like, F&B job. Mm. And that's when I fell in love with food mm. and beverage. Like, I, I knew that I always wanted to do, like, something in the food industry. Like, when I was younger, I wanted to open a bakery. But then, like, going into that, like boba shop vibe actually working with the food customers like you know bartending for boba drinks like mm. i was like this is what i want to do like i Damn. loved it i met obviously i met colleen in taiwan we all know this <laughs> i don't know why i did that but uh i've always known her to like have that dream of building of opening a boba shop but like the thing is i that's how i know her i can't imagine you anywhere else like in service industry or food and bev it's like like your personality your spunk the people thing for me if I'm only recently entering F&B. Oh. It's fun as fuck. I love it. It is. It's really fun. It is so fun. Like I so basically, yes, my first job, graphic design, eh, and like I was making a little <laughs> bit more than the minimum wage. I was at that time, I think I was making like 11 or 12 an hour, and back then that's when minimum wage in Hawaii was still like I think eight or nine or something like that. So I was okay, making, you go. I was making above minimum wage, like straight out of uh, high school, and all my co, all my peers were making a lot less than me and whatever. And so for me, I went from like having no money, no income, to like making a lot and like doing twenty hours a week or forty hours like during breaks sometimes. So I was, I was, ha I was making bank. She was spending a lot of money. She had no control of her money or whatever. But I kind of, I kind of hustled a lot in college to like pay for my expensive, newfound, irresponsible lifestyle. <laughs> mm, I think at yeah. one point, I do tell people this sometimes, but I had like, I think four like technical employments at like at the same time, Ooh. like two were office jobs. I think one was a contract job and then one was like an on-call type of situation, but they were all like employments I had at the same time. Like one, one office here, one office here, one contract job here, one thing like all on campus or off campus. Like, and I was like doing 18 credit hours and I was just like trying to make as much money as I could wow. to stay afloat. But the thing is, is that they were all very boring, like desk office or very boring, like student life. You know, it was, it was in the microcosm of this, university life so it was standard but again i always had that dream to just be in i guess it was food and bev i just wanted to be in, in my mind it was like being a jumbo juice person or whatever but yeah same thing. yeah so i'm recently entering it now i also took up an office job when i was doing school and doing 10 rents like i did an office oh. job we are the job stackers <laughs> yes <laughs> i remember i took on this office job and it was from eight to f or nine to five. Ooh, a nine and then to five. what would happen is I would do nine to five, and then afterwards I would drive over to my boba shop and work from like five thirty to eleven. Oh, and then I would ooh. still be doing school in between. Ooh, wow! But then I hated wow. the office job. I was like, that's not it. That's not my style. Yeah. I literally would be falling asleep in the office just because. 
like when you work in like food and beverage you get to like interact with your customers the, obviously there will be good and bad customers right but the mm. good ones like really put you in a good mood mm. and the bad ones you just shit talk about them with your co-workers and it's fun. which is also fun it's so fun yeah <laughs> it's like half and of the joy so, Exactly. Like, I love shit talking about the nasty customers that would come in. That was also like a bonding experience yeah. with the coworkers, yeah. you know? So, for me, like, office job wasn't it. I think I tried that for like three months. Wait, and I was just like, I'm out of here. Who did you work? Like, what kind of office was it in? It was a construction office. Oh, interesting. I don't even, even know what my job title was. All I remember was I was just signing off checks. I was like, <laughs> okay. Wait, you were I'll signing the checks? Oh, that's. That's interesting. Okay, so you had school and then you worked from nine to five and then five thirty to eleven at the boba shop. Like I feel, Yeah. I feel that. Um I you feel that don't feel you? that. Uh, specifically like technically this little place that I have right now, the bar, isn't my first food and bev. There was a time in college where I was doing school and I w- had my office job. At this point, I had like become a communications assistant, but it really was still graphic design, but I was being paid like clerical wages for like I was doing the graphic design, whatever stuff. In the daytime, I worked from like 7 to 3. And then from, I think, 4 to 12 or 1 or 2, I'd work at this like restaurant, nightclub, rooftop bar thing. (laughs) Yo, 7's early. (laughs) I did 7 because I still wanted to get my 8 hours in. But, you know, and then I got to go. So, and for that job, uh, I was a hostess, but it was untipped, which I don't even know if that's legal, but it was untipped. And I, I didn't don't think that's legal. I don't think that's legal. <laughs> but um, we, we had to wear some like, people today. Yeah. <laughs> we had to like wear skin tight dresses, full glam makeup, and then like heels every day. And like all we did, we were basically just like pretty things that worked there. And things, wow. not even people. And we were just like, here's our menu. <laughs> and then, um, just like dodge creepy guys we had like bouncers at the place that we worked at dude being a hostess is hard though like you guys are the first face that the customers meet and if you don't get their table they usually yell at you guys <gasps> yeah the, i think the first day of work i cried because like i was cussed out by like like these tourists oh i worked in waikiki strip right so all i got were right. tourists so it was like the worst like first entry into like service industry possible i think oh where you're like gosh. objectified to the fullest at least it wasn't like right. a, a scammy business like like i never was harassed by management or anything but i, I basically you're an object you're not tipped <laughs> and you're dealing with like the worst customers ever <laughs> dude i can't believe you're not tipped because usually hostesses are supposed to get a lot well, not a lot, but at least like twenty percent. Got nothing. Zero dollars. There were some like high uh, ballers or some like rich guys that would just like. Well, I saw it happen. Like he just like give my friend like a hundred. She was hot though. So, like here. You're 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 hot too. Oh. Where's your hundred? I f- <laughs> <laughs> that surprised me when you said that. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh me. <laughs> this is fun. We're having fun. It's funny because. Sometimes I forget that I've only known Eileen for like a year. So then like a lot of these things that happened in the past, like we actually don't know this about each other. So we're like knowing each other Mm -hmm. and we're like sharing it with the world, which is so fun. Yeah. It's like we have a podcast. Don't. (laughs) (laughs) Did that sound ridiculous? I'm sorry. That's what happened in my mind. I'm like, yeah, like that's what a podcast is. Okay. We went over our short job history ish. I want to know, Colleen, if you want to go first. What was your, like, best and worst job? So, for me, my best job experience... Damn, so, like, I cannot say that it was, like, the work 
environment that was the best it was like the people that I met because mm. like each job that I've had like I've met some cool and awesome people that I'm still friends with today and that's what I love about working at mm. different jobs is that the people you get to meet like your co-workers sometimes even the customers for me I would say like the one that I had the most fun was at a hot pot job that I had and obviously the work environment was very Asian so obviously they like work the managers <laughs> work you to death there's like no communication oh, but the cool. co-workers that I met there I loved it like we had such a fun time every single time it was time to work even though we were like fucking busy like sometimes I would look at my phone I would keep my phone in my pocket right I would walk eight miles in a six-hour shift that's how busy Shit. we were like the place wasn't even big guys it was how fast we had to run and turn tables and like host what's funny Damn. is that I had an Asian job you do all the positions you're yeah, all the yeah. positions, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, so I was yeah. hostess, I was server, I was cook, I was bartender, I was cook cashier. Too? Oh yeah. So uh, because I got bumped up into a supervisor position, I had to learn how to cook. So I was in the back cooking. Like what? I'm so short and small, you guys. And they had to like train me to cook, and it was so hard because like the the stoves are like hella big, right? And for me to reach over, I would sometimes burn myself. Oh my gosh, I have oh burns God. from like the hot pot place. But every time I oh. had work, it was just such an enjoyable time with my coworkers. As busy as it was, like we just always had a blast. Having fun, you know, working together. Like the teamwork was amazing. And we wow. had to carry these stoves. They were heavy. And I could like max carry three. And then like all the coworkers, they were all so nice. They'd be like, oh, let me carry that for you. I was like, thank you so much. I appreciate you guys. I think that was also the time in my life where I think I was like thriving the most as well. Like I was 22, oh, wow. 21. Mm. I was in school. Mm. I was working. I was making bank because that job, the tip, like I said, because the, the turnover rate was so fast. We made a lot mm. of tip. And yeah. so I was like clubbing also. Like I would go to work and then I would club oh at night. Oh my God. What? Yeah. Was, oh, wow. She was out there. I was out I also there. remember... You were talking about the the pots, like you're like calling this strong, like in case you couldn't tell, like emotionally, of course. But like she could carry, and she was like, and she'd always be like, oh yeah, I think it's because I carried like a billion hot pots for, for years. And I was like, oh okay, That's awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah, that job really trained me hard. But yeah, I think that was like one of my most memorable jobs that I've had. I wouldn't say the receptionist job was my official first job because I feel like that was just like you know my mom's friend and like I just got hired. But my first boba job was also really memorable for me as well because like mm. I was like really sheltered and I was really shy and it took me like three months to even like wow. break out of my shell I didn't talk to anyone for three months my first job but the people there were all so nice as well like they took me in after three months they didn't really talk to me the first three months too they're like this girl's mm. really quiet well you were like <clears throat> little you're like a little baby how old yeah you? I was like 17 yeah yeah I wouldn't yeah. talk to anyone no <laughs> <laughs> yeah so wow. that was also like a very memorable job for me as well okay enough about me Eileen tell us your favorite job experience or your best job experience let's go well definitely nothing on a desk <laughs> here's the thing 
pros about desk is that like i didn't realize that i was a little bitch until now <laughs> but like i'm that's a weird way that's a harsh way to say it but like this is the first job where like i'm doing like cleaning or i'm doing like whatever and basically if you've been listening to the past few episodes or whatever the first part of me getting this job in seattle it was a lot of physical cleaning it was like very intense basically in a seven hour day it's seven hours of cleaning like that's all that you're doing you know and it's not even a cleaning job and it's like minimum wage so and it was a lot like a lot of the chemicals and it was a lot of dust and a lot of like some animal stuff as well so it was like it was hard on my body and it was the first time that like my skin was so dry and everything and so and at a certain point like i was the thing is i loved my job here but it was so physically intense that i was so miserable Mm -hmm. and that made me think back (laughs) to those cushy office jobs where all you do is go clickety clack 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 (laughs) clack and the most you have to worry about is like oh my ergonomic like desk is not ergonomic enough (laughs) (laughs) or oh too much screen time i need to hide my eyes or something stupid like that okay Yeah. yeah i mean those are still relevant concerns but like those are the only like workplace concerns i really had before but my best job right now is actually the job i have right now (laughs) that's awesome even though the cleaning was like a lot even though it was crazy like what kept me coming back and what kept me pushing to like move to the front like to the bar and like i i worked with management and everything has been just everything about the job like the team is amazing i have and it's like mostly it's a pretty much an all-female team they're amazing like they're such great women you know and the management awesome like it's a local business too so they 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 work really well with you too um and like i brought up my health concerns and everything to them they were really really cool about it and so and now i'm at the bar and like i'm doing my dream which is like working with customers and stuff and i'm i'm in love and i'm i can't get enough like today work with today was so nice like i feel like i crushed it everyone was super awesome the customers were great i feel confident there actually this this is my little wall decor this is a valentine's i got from one of my coworkers. oh that's so <laughs> I just cute. Thought it was cute oh yeah i just kept it so yeah i wanted to put that up there but yeah my best job is by far this job that i have right now even though it took me a long time to get settled in so like you said it's the environment the coworkers, mm. and it's also the job now yes it's it's everything like i but i also wouldn't have the job now if not for the amazing coworkers and the amazing management like when i was still new there like three months in or whatever i was like like or oh my god like i'm dealing with this health stuff but i don't know how to approach management and it was my coworkers that were like you should tell them like yeah like we support you or like prioritize yourself it wasn't like an unhealthy work environment you know everybody was really like supportive so it was everything the the job itself the work the management and of course like just the opportunity for me to branch out and not be a little desk hobbit awesome oh wow that's awesome i'm really happy that you're enjoying your job right now i think that's so important Thank you. I think that it's really it's really nice that it's food and F and B, which is your wheelhouse. So there's something that we have. So is there like a worst job experience that you've had? Like the one where you're like, I can't wait to pack my bags and just stick the middle finger and say goodbye. I honestly, it's so boring because all my like jobs were office jobs, but. I think just the nature of an office job like that's the reason why I even left that like I left it all behind in America and I went to Taiwan to try new things and like English teach a woo or whatever you know because it's soul-sucking you're just sitting there and yeah the work you do might be meaningful but 
I don't want to do that again, you know? And also I think because I was a student, I was pretty underpaid. Like for the, for the quality of work that I did, I did office jobs basically for four years and stuff. Like mm. I should have been compensated way more. And like, there was even a job where I never got a single like raise that I really should have gotten or something like I was very underpaid for the level of work I did. That's just kind of how it is in like the corporate world or like in the office world. It's just like, you are just a number and not to say that in food and bev is any different but at least it's out in the real world like you get to meet with people you're not just like in a little desk and you just know like the same five people every day or something yeah so yeah any office job is the worst job for me even though i appreciate it but yeah no (laughs) i feel that because when i was working my office job thing i looked forward to was going to the bathroom oh that was a change of pace Like that. that was like I was like oh I'm gonna go to the bathroom every hour because I deserve it. Like even if I didn't have to pee, I was like I'm gonna go, just sit there and quiet for five minutes and then go out. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow, that's uh, sad. Yeah. And that's behind us. So is that your worst job or what is the worst job for you? Ooh, so for me, I had a worst job where. I think I just left that job feeling so defeated and feeling like I was never going to be enough. It was like the aftermath of the job that I would say is my worst experience, which is the most recent job I had in America before I left. And that was also at another boba establishment that I will not name. I don't know, like after that job, like it just really had me rethink everything. And the thing is like... That job was really cool in the beginning because I had so much experience in the past. Like, I was moved up real quick. I was, like, manager in training. And I was really excited because it was, like, a growing boba shop. I feel like I could see my career taking off in this Mm, establishment, you know? Yeah. But because I worked so closely along with the boss and he was kind of, like, a shady person, I feel Mm. like I felt betrayed and I felt like I was being played. And so Mm. in the end, it just became like this thing where I just hated work. Like I used to love work. Like I love work. Like I'm a workaholic. So then like going to work, even though I'm not feeling it before, like once I get into it, I'm like, oh yeah, like it reminds me why I love work. Making drinks or doing cashier or like packing the drinks or whatever, like all those things. I actually really enjoy that. But even at that job, like even those little things that used to bring me joy, like it just no longer did. And I would say like work environment is so important important because I feel like even if the management sucked and I had my coworkers beside me like the hot pot job right I mm. was having the time of my life I felt really betrayed when my boss was like the manager's position is yours oh. I can rent you an apartment I'll pay for your gas because he was telling me to like relocate to a further place and I was like yo like this is mm. awesome right I think I was also a little bit naive but then I was like wow like, I get all these benefits but then in the end it was just like I felt like it was just a ploy for me to just go to the new location mm. because he needed someone there you know And so I think I felt a little betrayed by that. And I've been a little scarred by that. But you said that that made you question a lot of things before you came to Taiwan. What did it make you question? What made you reevaluate? Ooh. So for me, I'm a hard worker and I work to please 
whoever hired me because I feel like I find my identity a lot in my work and so if I perform well if people think I'm doing a good job then yes I have worth mm-hmm. in who I am and who my identity is so I think um, at that moment like I was just putting like my whole worth in who I was in the workplace but my boss he had this one favorite worker I felt like in that moment like whatever I did was just never gonna be enough like I was like working my ass off even then like that wasn't even enough for me to like not be number one in his eyes but like it just felt like I was just never gonna reach that like equality as the mm-hmm. other co-worker who was his favorite it put me in a weird position like I was oh, like wow. really kissing ass dude I was like not myself that also really put into perspective Colleen like if you're gonna work so hard for someone else like why not do it for yourself that's it that's what I was looking for I'm like I know she's gonna get there I'm just gonna wait for the ride that's what it was yeah <laughs> The main thing was, like, I saw how hard I was working for just someone yeah. else. And I was just like, and that's not even going to acknowledge mm-hmm. me. Like, okay, maybe that person did acknowledge, the boss did acknowledge me. But, like, not in the way where I wanted, I guess. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what? Fuck this. Like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to waste my youth on someone else's business. Like, I want to do it for myself. And that was, like, one of the main reasons why I did quit. I was like, deuces, I'm out. Obviously, that. Uh, my life now I'm just like oh <laughs> should I have stayed <laughs> you know obviously no looking back no regrets I'm happy with where I am right Fuck now yeah Ooh, solid solid yeah I was waiting for that I'm like because Colleen is a self-star like the thing is nobody gets jobs like right when they're like legally able to on their own will and not have that spark of like I don't want to call entrepreneur but like we want to do our own thing you know yeah my worst job it's much less exciting than that that sounds so dramatic and crazy um it's just cubicle stuff but it was it made me realize that like i yeah like i worked so hard for these people and even if i was paid more at a certain time i was still struggling like well if i was just paid more if i was just paid what i deserve would i stay like would it be worth it is that what i want because like even here like in seattle you know there's a lot of tech there's a lot of ladies that look just like me just my age you know we all went to college or whatever and they they're making money and they're like buying mimosas to me like they're they're doing well you know but then flip coin right they look at me and they're like wow you must have the best job in the world because because it's a really fun place to work you know and so the grass is always greener i'm also thinking like you know i'm still working hard right now i'm kind of in my like quirky fun job phase but like i also would like Mm -hmm. to have my own thing going on where i could work hard for (gasps) myself and that's why we are friends that's why we made our ceiling oh hang on (laughs) we've had a lot of like accents on this episode (laughs) i love that do you think the food and beverage um job like opened your eyes you're like dude i want to do food and beverage jobs from now on the thing is like i knew i'd love it and i fucking love it but the the wage still isn't like what i'd like to be making i'm living below paycheck to paycheck like i'm i'm pulling money from things that i didn't know i had like i'm just like (sighs) i actually applied for another job last night um so i could like get as much you know i gotta i gotta scroll away some money and seattle's expensive and that hasn't left me a lot of time to like build my own thing if even i can do that but i did actually come to a realization recently maybe i don't actually want to like use my creative 
talent for money. I'm not sure. But basically, I've been in this funk, as we all know, with art. I haven't drawn in months because, like, I think ever since I started thinking, I need to make a business out of this. Like, I need to monetize this. It created stress for me. And the thing is, art always was a form of self-expression and the form of, like, fun. And once I started, like, yeah. I need to make a business, what's going to sell or what do people like? The fun, like, just went away. You know, like, graphic design, Whoa. I used to love that. I used to do it for yeah. fun. I used to be like, yeah, fuck yeah, I'll design a pamphlet. And now I'm like, don't make me ever touch a pamphlet again. I will kill you. Like, don't <laughs> make me. Because the money took the joy out of it. And that's also a conscious decision right. I made. I'm like, I know I'm going to hate this because I make money. But guess what? I don't really. It's fine. But art, I've been in a funk. And so I think that it's time. Like, that's why I submitted the job application. Like, you know what? I'll get another quirky job that doesn't pay a lot. But I'd rather have jobs over here that don't touch my art and then do my art for fun rather than let them bleed right that's so good because i think a lot of times people like burn out because their passion is correlated with money like you mm -hmm. said because i feel that on so many levels you know like i said i wanted to work hard on my youtube just so i could start making money but mm -hmm. to be honest with you like i just it just sucked out the fun <gasps> for me like yes. I, i'm like I don't even want to yes. do it anymore because all I'm looking at are numbers. And oh, yeah. Like, okay, I'm like, okay, I just have to edit this real quick so I can, like, post it on YouTube. Like, I didn't even care about the art anymore, oh, you know? Dude, and so, like, that. dude, yeah. I feel that. It, it wasn't, like, a direct correlation for me. Like, I was looking at the likes and everything, like, oh, because there's, for you and I, we haven't really made any money, like, right. <laughs> off of off of our art yet. <laughs> yeah. it, but So it always started out as fun, and I think that we need to remind ourselves of that. And it's fun that we were both in into Food and Bev because it will always be there in, like, wherever we go. Like, there's always a way in. Mm. Or... Right. English teaching. <laughs> Great segue, Eileen. English teaching. Something where Colleen and I, as alike and faded to be best friends as we are, we finally did at the same time in the same country to put food on the table. Fun fact is that Eileen actually introduced me to the job that I have right now. Really? She was so kind oh. and sweet. Yes, Eileen, you don't remember this? Let me I remind know. you <laughs> and the viewers. <laughs> Basically, I was the jobless one. My sister and Eileen both had jobs already, and I was just, yeah. like, in Taiwan. I was struggling. And Eileen was the sweetest girl alive. She would, like, go on Facebook, even though she already got a job, and she would, like, go on those Facebook groups, and she would, like, find jobs, and she would tag me, like, oh, look, they're hiring, Colleen. Like, you should apply. You should apply. And I had to thank her for this because it was after one of our vacations in Elon, and then we were on the train back home, and she was like, hey, Colleen, like, they're hiring. Like, you should email them. And I was like, oh, okay. So I emailed them. And right after the, the email, I got the job. And it's all thanks to Eileen. Damn. I'm employed right now because of Eileen. I don't even know that. That's awesome. <laughs> you didn't know that? No, be, no, it's because it's because I tagged you in so many posts. I don't, I lost track. Like, if you applied for which one, I, I was oh. just like, I was just like, oh, this one, this one. I was just sending you whatever, right. you know, and I, right. and, um, yeah, and at that time, I also was, like, looking for work, too. So my first official job actually was English teaching, but also mostly babysitting. And I was I was babysitting, like, this trilingual girl. Her parents were, like, uh, bilingual English speakers. It was, it was a good gig, but uh, I lived, like, an hour away. And I would, like, commute for an hour only to work for, like, two hours and then go back an hour. And uh, it was the, the rate was good, but still not enough. And so basically, uh, I was at this juncture where I was just, like, again like working a lot working so much and i'm like wow like did i come to taiwan to like just like watch this kid 
<laughs> do you have those out of body experiences where you're like watching you're like working or you're like you're you're like watching the kid and then you kind of take a step back like in your brain and you're like wow like am i really in taiwan doing this like did you have those moments you mean like dissociation yeah yeah i think the most jarring thing was when she like threw an ukulele at my nose <laughs> I still remember this Eileen texting me. She's like, and she had a band-aid on her nose. She's like, guess what happened today? I was like, no. I was going to hang out with him that night. And um, the thing is, she was a three-year-old toddler, and she was just playing. She wasn't, like, a malicious kid. But she literally threw her ukulele at my nose. And, like, it has changed the shape of my nose. It's fine. But um, but at the time, it was very emotional, you know, because I was like, what the fuck is going on? And I'm like, I think I have like a degree. I think I have like, <laughs> I think I have like not to look down on babysitting, but I was just like, I could be doing, I could be doing more things right now than, than getting abused at work. I know. And the thing is, it's like I, so I pushed her away so that because she was trying to hit me again. You know, I was just like, ah. So, so then I pushed her away from me so she wouldn't hit me. And then she fell over, and then she was crying. You pushed me, and so now we're both crying. And I'm like, what am I doing here? What's going on? But I didn't dissociate. I knew very clearly what was happening. I was like, oh, that fucking guy. Did you dissociate when you were English teaching? I don't know if it's called dissociation, but like I have these moments where like I'm mid teaching, and I and I stare blankly. Like all of a sudden, like I don't know if it's dissociation, but it's where like my brain. It's kind of like my brain leaves my body, or like my soul leaves my body, Babe, and that, I'm looking at that, myself in that, a third. <laughs> right? Is that what it is? Is that dissociation? <laughs> oh well, that is textbook. <laughs> textbook dissociation. <laughs> Thank you for telling me. I like had these moments. Like it's been happening more and more lately. <laughs> where I'm like, is this really the life that I'm living? Like Eileen said, like she's like, I have a degree. For me, it's like I came to Taiwan to open a coffee shop. Like I'm out here being like telling people how to pronounce things, like spelling checks. Like I'm out here spelling field for these girls. You know what I'm saying? Or like hello, <laughs> or like you know. And I'm just like. Is this really who I yeah. am? You know, and no, and no shit on the job, no shit on baby, no shit on any of these gigs. Yeah, you got to make a buck, and this is an industry. And like God, of course, we got to say privilege that we as English speakers get to go to Asian countries and get these gigs. Like that's awesome. But same, like we're focusing on our dreams, and the fact that you, I had no idea you were dissociating at work, babe. We need to talk about this more. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, it, did we go to Asia? Did we go anywhere? Did I come here to? like work myself to death and not have any time to eat or sleep like did you go there right. to pronounce hello <laughs> no and just like a little bit about why we picked up english teaching as our job it's because like that's the only job that like mm. pays more than the minimum wage because i don't know if you guys know this but minimum wage in taiwan is five dollars u.s Oof. so for me like i would love to go into food and beverage in Taiwan, but I I cannot be making five dollars an hour, and you know food and beverage shifts in Taiwan are like crazy. They don't give you your ten minute break. They don't give you your thirty minute break. Like those aren't regulated. You know what I'm saying? And you probably work like an eight to nine hour shift, and like I cannot be like chasing my dream while doing that 
extensive of a job while only I, getting paid five dollars. Yeah, because there's no like, tip here either. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think that they should be making five dollars. I think it should be even more. And like the economy in Taiwan, like it is slightly cheaper to live there, but not that much. Like the economy in Taiwan in general is just very poor. But it um, is. I mean, we we did the default mode for English speakers when you go to Asia is to teach English, and it is like yeah. a blessing and also a curse. But it's a whole thing, maybe a separate episode on that. But yes, that's where right. we found ourselves. Because I found myself like having to prove to people that I spoke English. You know what I'm saying? Like Same. I would have to be like, I'm sorry that I confused like a noun and an adjective, dude. Like I actually got caught up by one of my kids' parents. They're like, that was an adjective, not a noun. And I was like, bro, like I'm so sorry. Like I swear, like I speak English, and like I felt so bad because I was like. Why do I have to prove to people that like I speak English and that like I can teach their kids English? You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's a very weird job to have, especially if that was not what I majored in. Like I majored in Ooh. business management. I did not yeah. major in teaching, but oh, that's the only job that like pays. <laughs> you know that. that was like honestly such a a shift that I had to get used to like in the beginning as like an English teacher. Like I was so worried. Sometimes I still mispronounce things and I get embarrassed. But yes, you got your dream for food and bev when you left that job in the past. Yes, my dream to go into the food and beverage, you know, as an entrepreneur is also like stems really from like my first job working in that boba shop. Mm. I still remember very vividly at this boba shop, like we had to make like waffles for people. And you know, like I love food decoration, right? So I made it all pretty like waffle, oh. ice cream, oh. drizzle of chocolate oh and caramel, and then whipped cream on top Could with you make a me mint. One? Of course. And I remember like giving it to the customer, their face lit up and they're like, wow, it's so pretty. And I think like there are these moments, right, in your life where like it changes who you are. I still remember that moment so vividly. I was like, dude, if I could put a smile on people's faces just by the food I make, like I want to do that like for the rest of my life. And I think I'd be happy, you know? Oh my God. That is so sweet. Thank you. <laughs> Colleen, <laughs> oh. that is so sweet. <laughs> Thank you. I know like how much food and beverage can like light up my heart when I'm going through something, and so like I want to bring that sort of happiness and that sort of feeling to other people too. Oh my god, yeah. that is so sweet. Wow, wow. I think I feel the same. Like like we do like little hot chocolates at work, and like I I learned from my boss like you could do a like a like a little whipped cream like kiss at the very Ooh. top and it, it when i bring it to them it looks cute and like it lights up their day but like for me it's i'm serving like wine and beer and stuff but i'm giving mm. them like i'm giving them a good time you know yeah. it's like because it, it's an experience I'm like hi welcome on in what can i get you for Da-da. yeah this is my day these are my menus over here let me know if i can get anything like i'm brightening their day and i remember there was it's been a rainy seattle day <laughs> freaking normal um and there was a guy that walked in he's just looking for a tea and i'm just normal i'm just like charming and happy but like i do remember that like i was really perky and i made him his tea super fast i was really proud of myself and i made it perfect nice. and then i handed it to him and he looked happy like he but he didn't look like that a minute ago you know he was right like, thanks and i was like yeah and then you know like well, have a good one you know thanks for coming in and he walked out like smiling and i was like <laughs> oh, but that's what that. I love. Like I love the yeah, wow. 
Yeah, I think we're also very similar in that way. And you were saying earlier how, like, I was such a people person and I'm perfect for the food and bath. I was going to say the same about you because, like, you also, like, light up people's day. You are very friendly in the conversations that you have with your customers. Like, I can already see it. I actually love when the customers that, like, are grumpy and then they come in are the customers that are, like, rude to people. But then, like, because we serve them or whatever, like, they get all friendly and they're like, dude, that person's me. I'm like... No, they're not. They're nice. Or like when you get the regulars that come in or we like you like memorize people's orders or like I love I love just doing that extra bit. Like I like I love complimenting like it's never fake for me. For me, like the whole thing is you can do the spiel. You can do like the whole generic whatever thing. But like for me, it all comes from a real place. So that's why I always have to be in a good place. If I'm nervous, I'm going to be nervous. But if I'm in a good place, mm. I can do that for you. I'm like, I love that shirt. I'm like, oh my God, I love your hair. Or like, or like yeah. I saw somebody has like an anime. We have a lot of anime people that come in. I'm like, oh, I need to see that season or like oh my god that character or whatever but like i love just having conversations with people giving them a little something extra for the day because i know that that's what i like when i go places yeah like, ah, la, 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 la. <laughs> yeah that's awesome uh, have you ever had like a bad customer experience though i'm mostly at that like uh rooftop bar restaurant nightclub <laughs> Because it was different because it's a high upscale place with like a high stress and you are not human when you work there as a woman. <laughs> so as a hostess, that's not tipped. Unfortunately. So why would they treat you like that? Because uh, obviously you're you don't have a soul. But yeah, I was I was called all kinds of terrible things um, <gasps> just from day one. And that was the standard. It became almost like a badge of honor to see who got the worst. Yeah, actually, it was a pretty bad job. <laughs> it was pretty toxic toxic yeah i just had some like really interesting customers like they'll be like i would like 10 bobas in my drink uh, like, just 10 the like, yeah only 10 pearls and i was like okay we have to count them and then something's like i want three ice cubes three i'm like okay three ice cubes oh. it is and then obviously the ones that would yell at me and like belittle me just because i was so small and so young looking oh yeah like one oh, time this like all, the, this uh, is all your first boba shop tenren yeah, like, oh. oh, or one time I was at my hot pot place, and then, like, this lady was, like, getting mad about something, and she's like, I want to talk to your uh, supervisor or whoever's in charge today. I'm like, I'm the one in charge today. They're like, you? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and, like, I kind of get it. I do have, like, a baby face, and, like, even back then, like, I was, like, looking, like, really small. So the lady was like, you're the one in charge? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, she like got really mad and I, like it really like made me feel insecure about like who I was. I was like, oh man, like I'm already the youngest supervisor out here. Like I feel like I'm already like Are not, you, you know, what? qualified for this job. And so like her having her say that to me, I went home and cried and I was like, ah, uh, okay. I don't want to invalidate your feelings, but I'm sorry. You should have been proud. Youngest, you were the youngest supervisor out there. Are you kidding me? And she was she was flabbergasted that her crinkly old ass was was lower on the totem pole in that arena than you, <laughs> little Miss Cute Babyface Perfection Manager. Yeah, I'm the one in charge. I'm younger than your stinky you. ass daughter. Sorry, that was too mean. I'm younger than you, and I'm more right. in charge, and I have power, bitch. And I'm young as fuck. What are you gonna do about that? Yeah, Shuck. yeah. What are you gonna do about that? What are you gonna do about it? That's why I love working at restaurants, cause you get to meet some random people. And yeah. some of them are rude, some of them are nice. I still remember, like, this one time, like, because, like, in a hot pot restaurant, like, no one really cares about you, like, especially if it's an Asian establishment. Like, the customers oh. don't care about you, right? Like, some people will, like, clap to get my attention. I'm oh. like, am I a servant? Is that what it is? But anyways, there's this one time where a customer said, thank you, and they read my name tag. They said, thank you. 
Colleen, and I almost burst into tears because that's like, yeah, oh like I literally went back and I told my coworkers like, "Yo, some customer just read my name tag." They're like, "No," I'm like, "Yeah." Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, and then I was you're, like, you work in a yeah. fast pace like restaurant environment. I can, right. I can see. Yeah. Ours and, is a little yeah. different, a little bit more intimate, but like I regularly. I'm really good at memorizing names, so I regularly will remember people's names. Like, oh my god, Valerie! Like, welcome back! And like, oh my god, it makes their day special. And they're like, I'm so sorry, you were. I'm like, Eileen. And like, and also, lots of women working, so it's a very like very femme place. The, most Ooh. of the issue we get are like creeps or like regulars that are they seem like they're like friendly, like straight men. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're like, okay, well, we need to ban them eventually because we're cute. What the, we can't we can't have ourselves yeah. be cute. But damn, I'll read your name any day. Thank you, baby. This was such a fun experience talking a little bit about our jobs, the ones we had to do, whether or not we liked it or not, to just, you know, keep surviving. And that's what we are. We're survivors and we're hustlers. (laughs) (laughs) Survivors and hustlers at heart. You already know. Some would call us. Some would call us thirsty. Mm? Oh. Oh. Thirsty survivors and hustlers. And until that day comes where we've made it, we're just going to keep talking talking about the struggle, the the struggle that it is. But it's fun. You know, life is a journey. We don't really know what we're doing, but we're taking it one day at a time. I don't know if I'll be here, you know, in a few months. Like, I plan to be at least for a year, but I don't know. What if I'm like, fuck it. You know, and if Colleen leaves Taiwan, yeah, we'll just go on to the next thing. We have that spirit in us. Like, we have our dreams in our hands and in our hearts, and we have each other to remind ourselves of our dreams and we have this space to talk about our shitty job experiences and plan (laughs) for the future yes we love that thank you guys for joining us if you guys have any fun job experience you guys can comment down below this has been so much fun thank you guys for hearing us share about our quirky job experiences Mm -hmm. we hope you guys have a thirsty week and we will see you guys next time yeah stay hungry stay thirsty but also make a buck so you pay rent and put food on the table (laughs) we'll see you next week Bye. bye thank you so much for listening to this episode of thirsty leo season to stay updated check out our instagram spotify and youtube we appreciate every follower sub and listener like you also if you want to buy us a boba we have a small ko-fi link below see you next time